Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast that counts down things each week that make you say a thing that's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. No Kath this week. She is, Kath. I believe, in Austin. Or, or what, I mean, what's the thing we're going to say that happened to her? Right. I was going to say she went to uh, Scotland to investigate the Loch Ness Monster and uh, went out on a boat on, uh, with a, like a dive team and uh, yeah. has not been heard from. So went down in a, to see where that ends up. Went down in a diving bell, has not resurfaced. And they said, you know, there. diving bells don't really, that's not really how these things are done. You don't need that yeah. anymore. They're uh, like, it's, it's a lake. Really. It's not really, there's not really a compression issue at all. Right. But and she um, insisted. That was the plan. So that's what she did. Mm-hmm. So anyway, prayers up, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from her, I'm sure. She's uh, in the but, depths. <laughs> so look for her if you're in the depths. Uh, <laughs> but as a replacement, we have a very special guest. Uh, everyone, please. Welcome Andrew Orvidal to the podcast, uh, coming to us from the the Grolix out in Denver. Got the podcast Grolix Saves the World and a tabletop RPG creator. You got a couple games kicking around. You may have seen me if you watched uh, Better Than Heroes. Andrew is on that. That I just uh, played a couple of D and D sessions. That's right, with. Eli. Very funny. Great guest. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Just oh exchange compliments for a moment here. <laughs> <laughs> Rub this each other's shoulders good. remotely. Yes. Yes. How clever you are. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Welcome. How's your How's your weekend? It's good. I just uh, I just came from a Quaker meeting from uh, which I had to go to for my podcast, and I've never attended a Quaker meeting and. It was not a Quaker. Uh, it was interesting. Yourself. Yeah, not a not not normally a Quaker. But yeah, you can't you can't see this, but he's not wearing the gear. He's not dressed like the guy on the oats. Uh, it would have been even no better week. if you showed up right after the meeting and you had the whole yeah. The whole I get converted up. big yeah. time. I've got some buckle shoes coming from Amazon. They had a lot of really um, good ideas. They did like a conversion yeah. speed run on me. It was, it was kind Don't. of incredible. Actually, you went out on their farm. You rolled some oats, right? Mm-hmm. Perhaps yeah, steel cut them. Those hay. are the two main type of oats that I'm aware of. But yeah, steel cut. Well, I don't know how else you'd cut them. Uh, Overnight, aluminum cut oats. Is that a kind of oats, or is that a way of preparing oats? I'm not familiar with what oats. steel cut. Steel cutting. Oh, no, overnight. It's just like you let it sit, right? Oh it yeah. Gets mushy. Oh yeah. I've it's done gross. that. You put them in yogurt, and it does seem oh. pretty gross, but. Uh, it works as an easy breakfast, I'll tell you sure. what. You've got it ready to go. <laughs> this you're, podcast sponsored by, <laughs> by the idea oats. of overnight oats. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot of money in that. Yeah, overnight oats, like, it seems more to me like, because they're getting popular and there's like prepackaged ones. That definitely seems like something to me that is like convenient and probably tastes better than you think, but... That you don't the, tell people you eat. Like it's the like, idea is gross. Yeah, you would not have somebody over. Like if somebody stayed the night, you wouldn't be like, "Hey, you want some overnight oats? I've had them soaking in there a few days. Yeah, yeah been ready. A, uh, you want some a, of this sludge? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like when I feel like that that way sort of too. When someone like talks a lot about meal prepping, and I'm like, this isn't like. It's like congrats on putting a bunch of pieces of like grilled chicken in containers, I guess. But this is not like. That revolutionary, I feel, you know? They, 
They also act like it's, yeah, it's like common sense. Like when you're complaining about not having enough time, they're like, uh, just meal prep. It's like, you think I have time to make seven <laughs> dinners one night yeah. of the week? That's oh. also something I don't have time to do. do. Do I look like a tactical person to you? Does my life seem like it's tactically oriented? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to the grocery store nine times a week. That's my lifestyle. That's my ADHD. I'm not, I'm not meal prepping. <laughs> Yeah. I can't even buy the groceries I need. Yeah, it's like it's like you can cut down on individual meal time during you know the week if you just spend all Sunday roasting a full chicken. It's like, yeah, I don't really want to do that either. Hell meal yeah, prep? Dude. You mean uh, you mean uh, downloading the Domino's app? Thank you. <laughs> Man, uh, and then deleting it again immediately after the order. The, again. the Domino's app is a borderline virus. That that thing takes <laughs> over your phone when you have it. Calculating I've points. Only done, I've only done laptop style. Oh my god, the laptop Domino's? Do they still have that Jamaican bird and stuff when you order online from Domino's? I don't know. They do have the tracker. They have a pizza yeah. tracker and you can choose the skin for it. There's like yes. a cyberpunk 80s or like, yeah, there's yeah. all different skins. I'm, okay. That's I hate like Domino's sweet- in general, but that pizza tracker is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, and- pretty good. Yeah. That's as close as we get to like Winamp now, like Winamp yeah. skins. It's, <laughs> it's the pizza tracker skin. It's based on. It, it looks like the. It looks like the Matrix. It's sick, mm-hmm. dude. It's built off the those. source code for Winamp. You know, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I highly recommend. We've talked. We talked about this podcast pretty years ago. How there's one skin on the Domino's tracker, at least there was, that was like I don't know what it's called. It's like Island or like something, and it is like a Jamaican skin. And there's a a little parrot that says. Uh, we're making your order, man. And it's so weird <laughs> and strange. I don't know if that's still on there. I always go with the cyberpunk 80s one. But oh next God. time I order uh, in another moment of sadness, I will I will check it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm doing, I, got the, uh, I got the Snow Crash mod. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, a, it's a guy driving at 300 miles an hour. Uh, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. We were, t- we were saying uh, uh, you're, you're talking to two two injured men that are trying to host this podcast, even without Kath. Um, I made the mistake of finding out that on my 32nd birthday that after hours is not something I can still do. That is... It's been seven minutes, Shelby. Slow your fucking roll. Shelby doesn't want to hear about our problems, okay? That's what that is. But yeah, turns out at a certain point when... Bars already close at 4 a.m. in a city like New York. There's not really any need for another location. You can yeah, just go enough. home. You can just go home. You, you did some after party. 32nd birthday. So when we met at the Bridgetown Comedy Festival, you were 14? I was 12 uh, years old. <laughs> doing a lot of Power like Rangers so material. <laughs> that was incredibly long ago. Um, Holy crap. You, couldn't, you couldn't tell from the uh, Oshkosh Bagash uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> overalls he had on. They were cute. They were yeah. cute. <laughs> exclusively, exclusively J.C. Penny Boys Department yeah. clothes. Nice. Bugle Boy, up. Arizona jeans. Yeah, <laughs> I showed up with uh, with overalls and I had pilot wings that they gave me on the plane that they pinned to my lapel Perfect. for being such a brave traveler. It's like, Where's the best place myself? to catch some frogs around here? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was stealing pies off wind sills. It was <laughs> window sills, wind sills. Look, wind sills. How many of y'all hate bath time? Bath. <laughs> <laughs> Who hate getting wet? Who hate when yeah, mommy yeah. says you have to get wet and clean? Huh? Sound that off. Joke, that joke deserved a lot better. Just like getting pissed off at the crowd about your bath time material. That's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just classic overalls with one strap undone. Yeah. 
just uh, the the premier frog gigger in the uh, the comedy community at the <laughs> frog time. Frog catcher. Yeah. But <laughs> speaking not, yeah. of speaking of animals and pests, Patty had a victory, but at what cost? This yeah, weekend? there's a real escalation in the. Uh, <laughs> Ongoing, not really ongoing though. It's been like a year, so you know it is what it is. Uh, I did not go to Eli's uh, at Dave and Buster's because I'm trying not to get COVID before I have to travel, and uh, um, instead I stayed home. And at 1 a.m., uh, at the very least, partially dislocated my shoulder, uh, <laughs> killing a cockroach. So pretty tight. You just bare hands until right on that shoulders out. Yeah. Shoulders out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I had a uh, I had a uh, shoe in my hand, and it was because it was up in the um, like top corner of like the it was like basically the corner of the ceiling, mm. so like most inconvenient place imaginable, um, and it was also like in an area in the room that I couldn't like get right up against the wall because there was like a table there, so there was oh, a yeah. lot you know, and it's like one of those things where you have to. Uh, kill on the first hit because if you miss or if you you know like it's gone it's, it's over yeah. you know and it's it coming back to me as can, if he dislocated I, his elbow or his shoulder can I, can I ask as a, a former new york resident myself was this a an indoor new york roach or an outdoor armored battle roach and it's uh yeah. 40k in cursor armor yeah, yeah the ones that I, just start <laughs> flying and you're like not even yeah. sure that they could do that well it did not it did not fly uh so that was good um i have i have had those or seen those but um it, it was a smaller one i think i think it was one of the german ones right there's all there's there's a couple different species apparently oh you gotta in, kill in the german York. ones because if you don't get yeah. them you yeah, don't know right. what could happen that's right uh <laughs> nip that so, in the bud you know, it, it didn't go, it didn't move or anything, and I kind of crept up, and I had to like step over something and jump, and I, I like glanced it, but then it was able to hit it fast enough that I so as I see it falling dead, like you know, and like mushed up, like uh, you know, uh, off the off the wall, I like while my arm is fully extended, I'm using the bad arm to d- illustrate, which is stupid. Um, <laughs> arm is fully extended. And I like kind of like I guess like braced myself against the wall, and then I felt my shoulder go out, <laughs> and and uh, oh, like, yeah, staggered away, and it was like pushed forward. And I don't know if anybody's ever had a dislocated uh, anything, but it, it does not feel good. And it, uh, aside from the pain, it's very unnatural feeling, like something is, is yeah, wrong. You know it's and, out. And it, oh boy, yeah, and it has to get fixed. <laughs> and. Uh, I was like, oh, fuck, what do we do? Like, it's one o'clock in the morning. Now we're going to have to go to the fucking emergency room at, you know, like with a bunch of people who, I don't know, you know, crack their head open on a bar or something or whatever, you know, and and it's not good. And there's because it was like, I'm not going to pop it back in. I don't even know what I'm supposed to do. And then it just kind of went in on its own. So like that combined with the fact that uh, I got x-rays and there's uh, no chipping or anything or fracturing, because I guess if you have a full dislocation, a, like, you can't get it back in without, like, you know, it's not like the movies where, like, you just kind of go, like, and you're, you know, you need, like, a, they give you, like, painkillers and you stuff. John and Wick like an injection. So, uh, and also, like, it necessarily breaks, at least my understanding is that, like, there's at least, like, a chip of the bone, like, coming out, because it's not supposed to come out, so it has to, like, be forced out. Yeah. So the fact that none of that was there means it was probably a partial dislocation. Now I'd have to find out if I tore anything. Um, so hopefully, fingers crossed. Sometimes they just land on it kind yeah. of strange. 
They're all clips yeah. from the same horrific basketball injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, so you know, well yeah. that 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 motherfucker's dead. Um, but I, you know, Pete got my ass. I yeah, guess. great cost. You cannot be serious. That's pretty much it. I've watched so many stupid action movies. I've never dislocated anything, but I I do worry that I might try to like smash it back in on a door jam or something. Probably not. If it, I, I bet it's so painful, you probably... Yeah, I mean, I, I'm thinking of that... I don't know if you guys have seen that uh, anti-steroids uh, PSA with Ben Affleck that they used to show like way, way early in his career. Where did they show this? Where were they trying to reach people that might be on steroids? <laughs> we watched it in school at some point, I think. Uh, but, but in any event... Uh, it was like not like a full hour or anything. It just was like a, one know. extremely buff twelve-year-old looking nervous yeah. when they show he, it. Yeah. He gets he gets roid rage and he um and he like punches the wall a few times or something and then he fucks he like dislocates his shoulder and then I think he either slams it into the door jam or like against the I'm, I'm vaguely remembering against the floor but it's like again he's just like super trying to get a jam back in and like I can say from experience I would not have wanted to do anything that violently uh, given what yeah. was going on at that moment. Yeah, you know it's out. Oh boy. Steroids <laughs> well, really get you. That's also the one, though. Where like every time, I think you. This is probably your only time, but like people who have dislocated their shoulder a couple of times, it just comes out like randomly. Cause a certain yeah, point, no, just, I'm looking forward. I'm looking forward to that. I mean, I don't <laughs> think you. I don't think you've you know created that. What a what a cool injury where it's like, well, you know, once it happens once, uh, it could happen all. You know, you know yeah. Once you once you break just the have seal. a floppy arm at mm, any yeah. point in time. So that's tight. So that's I the did. one thing to be. They had they had like a speed pitch game at Dave and Buster's where you just kind of throw a a ball into you know a, a, down a thing and it tells you how fast it went. Um, there's also an accuracy part, but we were just like we all agreed we're like this is pure speed. We're not none of us are going to try to hit the target. Um, and I threw it once and was like I've also done something bad, but <laughs> it was. Uh, and then I tried to submarine it because that's how I used to pitch back in when I was a baby oh, nice. child, and I bounced <laughs> it off the side and it went flying and. We didn't know where it went until a guy walked over and go, hey, did you lose something? And it was <laughs> this tiny ball. And he was like, yeah, it hit my girlfriend. Like the classic problem. Oh, my God. You cannot problem. be serious. But it, was, it turned out he was cool. And <laughs> were I was these like, actual baseballs you were throwing? No, 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 which is oh. good. But that's also because you couldn't get a really good speed. They were kind of like soft little things. Um, Eli's and, auditioning to be a loogie. Oh, yeah. they can't. You know, they don't have those anymore, though. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's also it, the whole thing was because it's a. I think this game is kind of for children, and also like they have like a cage for it. Obviously, that you have to pitch into, but it was shorter than me, so it was kind of like I was trying to like fire a baseball into the door of a hobbit's house. Was what it kind of <laughs> felt like, and um, yeah, it turned out fine because the guy was like cool, and then I was like, oh, you know, I'll get you a drink or something. Sorry, hit your girlfriend with a <laughs> ball with the submarine sinker. Amazing. Like just yeah. just, pre- just pretend one of the Sackville Bagginses is in there. Those yeah, pieces yeah. of shit, they're trying to take over his house when he's gone. <laughs> um, it's <was> good. <laughs> and so that's like one of those, like, how, how fast can you throw? It's like the equivalent of one of the punching things. Just like, hey, can you injure your arm? Oh, yeah. That's like the, yeah. I broke my finger on one of those. Yeah. Oh my God. Like, what an amazing thing to have at a bar. Like, how, like that should have just been made instantly illegal. It's like, yeah. okay, we're going to have... This the fight we have, starter, right? It's, right. <laughs> it's not like there's already problems with guys acting too macho at bars. Exactly. Like, no, we need to have a, a thing that measures how hard you punch. And yeah, uh, let's get a chronographed tender box in here. <laughs> well, it's like it's a great it's a great financial like plant because like there's no one in history that's played one of those punching power games, hit it once, and been like, I'm happy with that number. You <laughs> exactly. play it at least like three or four times because you do want to just kind of like feel it out. And then, yeah. um, 
Yeah, my my problem's never been with power. It's always been with accuracy. That's how I broke my finger at the one of the punching things. Um, yeah, you know it's yeah. out. Oh boy, you missed it entirely and hit like a centipede game. I like glanced the machine and not the punching bag. And <laughs> Ow! <laughs> it was, you know, both of these things exist in like both the punching machine and this pitching thing are like. 20 feet away from a bar that serves hard liquor. So neither of them are great ideas. Like, it's not, you know, not not the best. But we're, we're recovering. Um, we're back here to provide podcast for you. So enjoy we're powering, this. We're powering We're beaten it. and battered. Soldiers. Yes. <laughs> I stand and so, I remove my hat at the baseball game of this podcast for your yeah, he service. He's taking, he's taking off his Quaker hat. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have to two-hand it. <laughs> yep. All the all the teams are have a commemorative patch on their uniform to memorialize us and our injuries. Um, it's, a, it's a little soft baseball and a roach. <laughs> yeah, just the two. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we do numbers? Let's do it. Number five. Uh, number five comes to us from uh, Eric. MP for Bussy on Trent. We'll always love having a got my ass on that one. Uh, <laughs> let's see here. Uh, okay, so this is um this is from uh, Naples, Italy. Um, Napoli. Yeah, that's right. That's what I say. Uh, and uh, you know, Naples has a little bit of reputation for being a little uh, a little crimey, crimier than uh, than other parts of Italy. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, things like this don't really help the reputation, I would say. Uh, so. Uh, a thief robbed two Swiss tourists at gunpoint um, and then returned seven minutes later with uh, their stolen watch. And that is because they realized the watch was a fake. Yeah. Not worse what they thought it was. And, I'll say uh, the pickpocket you know, is alive and well. I feel I feel like the like the most pickpocketing stories I've ever heard are from people on uh, some sort of vacation in Italy or Europe. Not just Italy, not to make it an Italian thing, but I feel like the... The the art of pickpocketing is 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 thriving in in tourist locations in Europe, where I feel like I don't know if anywhere, I mean people still talk about pickpockets in New York, but I don't is that I don't think okay. anyone. It feels yeah, like a very it feels like a very seventies thing. Yeah, you know, if, yeah. It's 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 like I always it was like the travel boogeyman for me of like oh watch over pickpockets and never. I've never yeah. like known anyone or experienced it. I did meet a, a guy once who was a former pickpocket who turned into a sleight of hand magician, and he would show us how he could pickpocket people, and it was fucking bananas. He yeah. could take your watch off your wrist while he was talking to you, and then he would ask you what time it was, and you would like look, and you wouldn't have It'd a watch. He was like so good at it. He knew yeah. all of these like little. Tech, thank you. Yes, <laughs> all of these little <laughs> techniques. Um, so like it was it was impressive contact, when I saw that right? demonstration, but like, never like, seen it in the wild. It's like squeezing parts of your and like bumping into you on purpose. Distracting. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. basically like when you get a shot and the nurse like pinches your arm a little bit. They've got that trick, so you don't really feel the actual shot. Yeah, yeah that's the same. That stuff is all the the all like the I don't know what you call them like the dirtbag arts are all so cool like <laughs> I, that is what I'm calling them from now on <laughs> guys who are like really good at like dealing cards and like oh, any card that, mechanics any any oh, of that kind yeah. of stuff it's just like yes basically anything Ricky J did I, you know I, yeah. I, like 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 the one of the coolest people to ever live basically have um, you seen that blind guy who's a card mechanic. No, no. It's in, like that. He literally sounds like something out of some sort of riverboat story. He's a 
blind man who is, he, he met does, the devil at a crossroads and yeah. he uh, made a deal and yeah he does he does what they call i think a card mechanic so it's like he's not he doesn't do magic he just cheats at cards in front of you on camera and like you cannot tell at all like it's just wow. completely That's, he does this like, shit you know it's like dealing off the bottom of the deck but it doesn't look any different and like it basically is magic at that point because it's just more stated and more honest that he's just like, yes, I'm, but that's always, I mean, that's, that's especially that's impressive ass. for a blind person. Cause I mean, to know where the cards are also by touch is yeah. impressive. I don't know if he's Derek Delgadio. He does some really yes, great yes. card tricks too. We're yeah, just, that's, that's, oh. that's immediately who I was thinking of when you, yeah, like, like he's, he's cause he's got a whole backstory of what he used to be into, you know, and his book, he has a book yeah. where he talks about how he was like, the guy they brought in to like cheat a card, like he was like the dealer at these like the, high stakes games. Yeah, and, yeah. bag arts. Yeah, talk about a terrifying job. Oh my I mean, god. Yeah, that's the magician is the magician is the like white hat hacker of of dirt bags. You know, like like <laughs> it's like they're like, oh, I'm banned from every casino in Vegas. I've now they're hiring me for good to put on magic shows at their casino. Right. That's that's the turn. Or to um, like, or to do like the uh, like the Frank Abagnale thing where you like teach them how to catch people cheating like yeah you know, that's oh, yeah. the you like become a goddamn narc yeah you just go back and behind to like the death star part of the casino like the hallways you know and it's like yeah i'm back here uh and uh we won't let you leave unless you tell us how this guy is winning so much money or whatever yeah this is fun cool. there's a guy on youtube that's a, a ex jewel thief who does videos he's very interesting to talk to listen to my favorite thing he said is he's like he's like the the owners of the stores i robbed loved me because he was like they got insurance for everything i stole and he said it was like one of them told it was it basically like they sold their whole store in one day it was just it was like a windfall for them to get robbed <laughs> because they just got wow. reimbursed for the entire value of like i mean those sort of jewelry stores it's not like you have a huge turnover on product only, people can only buy so many you know watches right. like this like, this is like um, a gentleman thieves some thomas crown yeah thomas yeah crown ass shit Exactly. I, almost said, I almost said Larry Crown, and that's the one where Tom Hanks loses his job, I think. That's not... That's a movie that's... like that's... a car dealership. The Larry Crown affair yeah. rocked, rocked Pittsburgh. Yeah, that movie was about Tom Hanks on a Vespa, is all I remember. Right, that's all I know about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, well so, so, so getting back to... After talking about all these elegant ways of uh, stealing from people, mm. uh, these guys in Naples had a gun, so not, not very elegant. Um, not a lot of art to it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess, you know, they robbed them. They took the watch. They I figured out the watch was not real. And they brought it back and said, sorry, sorry. I guess in the hopes they wouldn't get reported uh, for having stolen it. Like, oh, no hard feelings, right? Come on. Hey, you know. <laughs> no harm, good. no foul. That's yeah. so weird. <laughs> um, it's, yeah. It was supposed to be. It was supposed. They thought it was, I guess, an authentic. And Eli, you might want to take over here. Swiss made Richard Meal. Is, is this is this like a known? Richard Meal, yeah. Okay. Which is go. like a top-notch. I mean, it's like the watch that, like, you know, people would say, like, you'll get robbed wearing this. Like, that's so I'm assuming that's why you had a fake. Also, if if someone's wearing one of those and it's not fake, you yeah, you should rob them because they're fucking crazy rich. <laughs> it's like they start at like five hundred thousand dollars or something. They're they're oh cr- they're just huge dickhead. These like, watches look like fucking pinball machines. Yeah, this is ridiculous. <laughs> they're insane looking, which is why it's like wow. stupid to have like or not stupid, but it's like. 
Like, I feel like other watches that are fake, you could kind of just be like, it's just a, you know, fake Rolex. Like, I feel like there's, like, even less of a market for fake ones of these than there would be just for, like, a fake Rolex. Because it just looks insane, and as soon as you're like, it's not real, then you're like, yeah, this, so this is just a weird, bad-looking pinball watch. But, yeah, yeah here's one, Here's one that's pre-owned being sold for $950,000. They yeah. do accept Apple Pay, which I find oh, good. hilarious. Do they take a firm? $50,000 for a used watch. Yeah, oh, I'm just going to, I'll put that, uh, do you guys take Discover? I'll put it yeah. on my, uh, yeah. I'd like to take out a high-interest loan. Yeah, for payment plan. Yeah. Thank you. Man, Klarna and Affirm are, even though I currently have, I've used them, like, you, it definitely is a thing where, uh, I was watching at some point, I got turned on to, like, TikToks of, like, you know, like, younger people that, like, don't recognize that this is, yeah, just, like, a loan. You're just taking out a loan to buy a jacket. Yeah. And then it would be people, it's like, so I just realized I'm, like, $4,000 in debt on Klarna. And I was like, oh, my God, just what a fate to get into. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's an insane... And that's the thing with that kind of watch. You got to, the thief, I mean, I don't, it's not good that they used a gun, obviously. And, and also, you know, stealing is bad, according to the commandments. But yeah. Like, yeah, you take that one watch and you're kind of set for like a significant portion of your life. So, you know, at that point, you're wearing something like that on your wrist. Yeah. If you're wearing a $300,000 watch, you know, that's not all the money you have, unless you are the world's biggest moron. Like, that's not, you know, like, uh, well, uh, I guess we're going to have to tighten our belts here. It's like, no, if you have a $300,000 watch, you'll be annoyed. Like, that's about, you know. Um, yeah. But, so. but hey, guess, don't do it. They should watch out for thieves better. For Thank what? Oh, I forget that it's a robot voice. They should boy, watch so out for thieves better. <laughs> <laughs> I forget sometimes it's a robot voice, so it can't just, like, clarify things immediately for me. Yeah. Um, I can only say it one way. <laughs> yeah. Pronounce that differently? I cannot. Um, yeah. I mean, and this, these people must have known what they were doing, too, if they that quickly were like, this is fake. It, I'm honestly, trying to imagine how they even felt. Like, they're, like, biting it in an alley or something. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. it's not. It's not real. I think it's also just like those. It would just be like, this is definitely fake. Like, I, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a yeah, comparison. They had, their, they, had their, they had their guy waiting in the van to like check it out. And mm -hmm. then he's like, nope, yeah. you got to go back. You got to go yeah, back. Yeah. Guy with a loop ready to go. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! See, this is why you have to buy those weird things they sell to dads on vacation, where it straps everything to your fucking right. stomach, mm. like you're wearing a wire. You know? Yeah. There's like, like money, a money belt. Yeah. Oh my god, the money belt industry <laughs> completely held up. Uh, I mean, that, absolutely that was... propped up by paranoid dads. <laughs> yeah. That. I mean, that was that. Not the money belt specifically, but like pickpocket. Like you know, when I, I I was in Italy for a month when I when I was in college, and it was like that was drilled into my head by yeah. whoever like you know like include like there's pickpockets like you know you basically like if anyone if anything happens you assume you had all of your stuff taken off it's like okay i don't i think i would you know but uh no yeah. knock on wood i did not have anyone pickpocket me uh but uh i did have somebody know. try i think i was in florence so i was doing like a school thing there and they it was in florence and where we were staying we found out they put you in an apartment as part of the program and we found out that they specifically put me and two other uh, guys in this one area, like Piazza del Oriolo, I think, that we later found out is like the pickpocket drug dealer plaza in Florence. And we started to think that it was like it was an art school thing. And between me and one of the other guys, like we were some of the bigger people in the art school. And I almost feel like they were like, put the big scary guys 
in the sketchy apartment. But uh, so we were like on the lookout and they were like, pickpockets are around here. And so the only thing I did was I kept my wallet in my front pocket instead of my back pocket. And one time a guy did bump onto me and just, I felt him just poke me really hard in the butt cheek where my wallet would have been. And then I turned around and he was just like staring at me and then kind of took off. So maybe it worked. Maybe I saved mm-hmm. myself some. Or he was just—he was just testing that caboose, you know. Yeah. Wanted to yeah. inspect the beef. Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> See how tight that thing Florence was. Florence body inspector, FBI. Did he have an FBI hat? Yeah, he uh, was wearing an FBI. Look at that big ass. Look at that big juicy yeah. booty. Yeah. He was wearing an FBI federal body inspector hat. He had a T-shirt that said "fart loading." But in Italian, I would love a T-shirt just says "fart loading" in Italian. Yeah, um, he's gonna make you get a get a, like an MRI or an ultrasound on Doctor Phil to prove that your ass is real or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, Ice T's wife, X-rays. Coco. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, so you know, uh, I guess all's well that ends well for these people the uh a little embarrassing your watch is a fake um i guess i don't know if he was trying to very funny if in that scenario um like i'm picturing a guy who his date doesn't know that it's like a fake watch yeah. and thinks he's like a high roller and now he's like oh well they they knew they found out who i was they realized who i was so they brought it back <laughs> you know they didn't want to mess with yeah. me they knew i'd turn the city upside down and the waiter's like, no, it's because of the watch and not real. Uh, <laughs> it's fake. It's fake. You are. I was like, what? <laughs> you have no money. Um, yeah. So, yeah. It's, it's fun. Oh, Patty doesn't get his sling stolen. It's That's sling. right. <laughs> yeah. It's um, very valuable. I mean, you know, medical equipment is in, not inexpensive. So yeah. that's true. They're going to steal your shoulder. Oh, you just take your whole arm. Now I need dislocated. that. A, a bedazzled shoulder sling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one yeah. of a very expensive Swiss shoulder sw- sling, one of the best. This is what I get for going to Kith for my sling. It's, uh, <laughs> cost four hundred dollars. Yeah, so that's you know annoying. Love Kith. Love to hang out at Kith. It's very fashionable. Just me and a bunch of. It's just white, but it I, people can the bright people can tell it's expensive. Yeah, so that's everybody. Cool. Everybody from that after hours party is going to Kith afterwards. They're all going to go. <laughs> Check out some sneakers. It's, a, it's, a, it's actually a James Purse sling. Yeah. Uh, it's a it's a four hundred dollar T shirt of slings. That's the in yeah. in retrospect, I must have looked absolutely insane at that. It was in like what you'd imagine as like a fake cool after. There's a big half pipe in the middle of the room. Nobody was skateboarding <laughs> on it, but it was there. And then it was like just the Ninja Turtles hideout. Or yeah, something. and just like a bunch of like very cool young people with like. And then it was me. A 32-year-old bald man who was holding a stuffed animal that I got at Dave & Buster's. I was going to ask when you said you won that if you carried that to the after. <laughs> yeah, I had place. it with me. Yeah, so I had this big fucking stuffed rat-looking thing that has a shirt that says ding, ding, ding on it. And I remember I was like, <laughs> this man is tripping his fucking face off. <laughs> and I was also pretty pop- Do you still have this rat? Can I see oh, it? Oh, yeah. Hold on. Where did I throw it? One second. <laughs> He straight up just threw it. Disrespectful. A shirt that says ding, ding, ding. Yeah, he's hanging out. He's saying, like, yeah. Somebody uh, running late at the prize animal factory. Uh, I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. 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 It's like you won. Surprisingly high quality stuffed animal. Here, yeah, it looks yeah. pretty. It, it looks like it stands up. Like that's what animal stand up. is it's this? It's really nice. It's it a walk 1,600 tickets. Yeah, I yeah. walked into their little ticket cage and I was like, how much is that rat? Because it's a gray animal 
And then it has a shirt that says ding, 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 which I think is Dave and Buster's new slogan. Um, Catchy. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, and then the person in the cage counter was like, it's not a rat. It's a quokka. And that was it was like one in the morning. And I was like, it's a rat. Give me the rat. Um, like, All right. How many spider rings can I get? <laughs> they didn't have any spider rings. That's I wanted a spider up. ring. I did almost get one of those, a classic Dave and Buster's or arcade prize. The little plastic half spheres where you turn them inside out and then they, they pop. pop up. Yeah. Didn't have enough, though. The rat wiped me out. Oh, so, damn. All right. It's like, I'll tell you what I'm going to get. I need yeah. uh, spider rings, black and orange. <laughs> I need, uh, let's see, uh, harmonica uh, in the box, please. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah Finger trap. The, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harmonica, big, big time, harmonica big time toy that uh, mysteriously gets lost as soon as you get home. Your parents That's are like, right. oh, where did your harmonica go? Oh, that I... plastic harmonica from the arcade <laughs> yeah. that you were just blowing into <laughs> fucking tunelessly for I'm sorry, two I'm hours. Sorry. You were I'm playing so sorry. like a kazoo? That's I gone? I accidentally stepped on your harmonica. It's like, yeah, it was in my mouth. I don't know how that was an accident. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, good. My child oh, no, just bought three kazoos. <laughs> um, I specifically remember... Things you a, don't want to have to say in your life. Oh, no, my oh. harmonica. That's pretty low on the list of uh, exclamations you want to have oh, to Oh, no, make. my harmonica. Uh, someone pickpocketed the old tin sandwich right out of my pocket. I'll <laughs> never play the blues. Sandwich. <laughs> when yeah. I was a kid, I had a little harmonica. It was a little tiny one on a chain that I could wear around my neck, and I wore oh it all God. the time. What and age? I could put it in my mouth. Uh, I don't, like a little kid, like yeah, like seven or eight or something. But it only played, I think, like maybe five notes. It was very tiny. He's playing yeah. the blues. But I would just put it in my mouth and just like walk around like breathing into it. And I must have <laughs> truly been one of Earth's most annoying kids. Like a fucked up tiny Bob Dylan just walking yeah. around. Just inhaling through it, exhaling out of it. All, all over like, town. Oh, Mama, Mama, let me have soda. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> You were walking around like a fucking Fremen from Dune with this harmonica stapled to your mouth. <laughs> you could filter out the spice. Yeah. Nobody was, move, I can't find my harmonica. <laughs> Man. Uh, well, yeah, so, you know, uh, best of luck to everyone involved. Well, not I guess not the thieves. the criminal ring, but, you know, the... Uh, the I mean, luck, have better luck watch. next time, I'll say. Yeah. Better luck next time. And this guy's probably also, if you're wearing a fake Richard Mille, you're probably also a dickhead. So I think, it, no, I probably would say best of luck to nobody, but, you know. Hey. Who knows? Maybe he's like pick, a philanthropist. We gotta pick somebody. Yeah, Maybe he had to buy a fake one because he donated so much money to charities. Best of Who luck knows? to the Naples Tourism Board, if that even exists. <laughs> he's, he's both benevolent and incredibly shallow. It's a rare combo, but it's out there. It's like, hey, yeah. if it's fake, they'll bring it back, okay? So, you know, it's not actually that bad. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, number four. Number four. Number four. Uh, this story comes to us from uh, Iguana Helium Cube, a classic story submitter. Um, and uh, this is from the New York Post. Uh, this is a story of a Florida woman, another thief. Thieves abound this week. This one, I think we can actually, I am kind of on their side here. Um, this is a Florida woman who's caught on camera uh, kidnapping a puppy from a pet store. Uh, dog napping, not a great, cool crime. But um, usually dog napping is like you're stealing someone's dog. Uh, 
This woman took a dog from the pet store. So far, not much redeeming about this until you find out that the puppy was uh, by the pet store was valued at $2,800, $2,800 for this a little very cute dog, Pekingi's Maltese Mix. Um, and yeah, so uh, she just kind of, grabbed kind it, of willy, put it willy under, adjacent. <laughs> yeah, just grabbed it, put it under her sweatshirt, and walked out of the store. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, who knows? If, if they're planning to resell this dog, that's a, just a business I absolutely don't want to even think about. But um, yeah, I mean, if you're charging $2,800. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm. This puppy. is a moral quandary for it's me. Especially like a mixed breed puppy. <laughs> I mean, wow. You can't, not get even that at, you can't get that at a shelter. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. It's that's a, always it's a, a question. It's a design. It's. I, I would imagine it's that there's probably some kind of name for a Pekingese Maltese mix. Um, it's probably it is like my my parents' dog Willie is a uh, he is a uh, Maltese Shih Tzu mix. So he's a Malshi. So oh, yeah. um, it's a Pimi. I don't know. Yeah. Pimi. Oh, let's see. <laughs> Uh, a piece. Pika tease is apparently Pika tease. So, right. uh, but I mean, like my, for example, like we have allergies, so like you know, it's the kind of thing where if you if you you know can't adopt a dog because you can't be sure what breed it is or whatever that kind of thing. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. Like puppies, don't puppies need like special care? Like you can't just be like, oh, that's fine. I'll just feed it, and it, you know, like they need like shots and and stuff, and like they could get parvo, and I don't know. This is they're a handful. Like, handful. I don't like this. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure that the this shop probably already. I feel like if you're selling a twenty eight hundred dollar puppy, that you have it, shots have to be like included. <laughs> like you know, it has to be have all that stuff already done. I don't know. Hopefully, yeah, I don't know. You got two. So big- many of those shops they get their puppies too from like awful puppy mill operations. So it's kind yeah. of a lose lose uh, scenario. Who knows? Maybe this woman was like, "I'm gonna liberate this puppy from this shitty." florida pet shop yeah i don't maybe that was the angle i don't know it is strange because it's almost like it it almost just reeks of her being like i like this puppy how much and like twenty eight hundred dollars and she's like um fucking yeah you right uh, back no yeah Yeah. (laughs) um yeah i mean i'm I'm surprised they let you like even partially unsupervised play with the dogs without having to like hand over some kind of collateral or proof of who you are. So if you disappear with the dog, I guess they're going to start doing that now. Probably. Yeah. They now require people to show their driver's <laughs> licenses before I, they, you know, do it. I it's a bummer in a, in a pet store in a minute, but the, the way they used to do them is they would just have the puppies out in like a open air kind of thing. Yeah. And they'd be like romping around and you could just put your hands in and like pet them and they would chew on your hands yeah. and stuff. So I, maybe the, it was that kind of a setup. I don't know. I feel like that's part of their plan. So you got to, because, you know, the more you can get, they can get you to just be, like, attached before you walk oh, yeah. out. I mean, I'm... Final I'm, impulse by this puppy. <laughs> it's, like, it's so weird to me. I understand why people do it and how it happens. But, like, the only dog I've ever had was when we had a family dog and got it from the pound. Um, which it feels like you're not even supposed to say pound. I don't know what the fuck. But, you know, the shelter. Um, and, uh, like, the idea of, like, getting a dog and then going to a cash register is so fucking weird to me. Like, that's... Yeah. Like, the idea of having a receipt or something. I don't know. It just feels very strange. And I know it's like the hypoallergenic thing. Sometimes people need specific dogs. But that just... I don't know if I could get through that. <laughs> it could just uh-huh. be like... Everyone... IT should come with one of those watches. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everyone I know who, is, who purge, has purchased a dog, a lot of times their justification is that dogs from the shelter are like... 
you don't know what happened to them in their past. Like, they're, like, some sort of emotionally damaged powder <laughs> yeah. keg or something. It's like, well, I don't know. They're dogs, so they're pretty much the most adaptable creatures I've ever met. I think <laughs> they're probably fine. If it's not if it's not attacking you when you first meet it, you're probably going to be okay. But Yeah. No, it's like, yeah, like that it's or this, maybe... like, closet full of secrets. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, they all... Every every dog from the shelter has a Manchurian style activation word, and then it's just going to rip you apart. But um, exactly, yeah. <laughs> you got you got some big old dogs over I there. Do I have two you? dogs. Yeah, two big they huskies. I adopted. Yeah, I've got two huskies, and I actually didn't. I've always liked huskies, and I was like, oh, I'll probably not be able to get a husky because they don't show up at shelters very often. Because you know they they're also pricey, like this little yeah. puppy. But I I lucked out. The very first shelter I went to uh, had a husky. I think he was a Game of Thrones casualty where uh, they were like, I want a wolf like on Game of Thrones. And they went out and got uh, this husky puppy. And as soon as he turned one, which is the age he was at the shelter, yeah, they were like, Jesus. I've made an incredible mistake with, yes. this, with this creature. Uh, and then the other husky I adopted, she was abandoned. <laughs> uh, they found her abandoned on the side of the highway. Um, and so I adopted her as well, but yeah, so I, I got lucky. Well, that is cursed, a fallout from Game of Thrones. On how you view it. I never imagined, but I guess it, it was a sense. real thing. Yeah. It was Cause they're like a handful. Those sure. wolf dogs, the dogs they use in Game of Thrones are not huskies. They're, I forget the name of the breed, but CGI. you get shipped over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you get a CGI dog. It's any dog wearing a green pajamas and, yeah. um, no, you get them. Im- my buddy did this. This is the only reason I know this. But you get them imported from the UK, and they are so expensive. But they do look just like wolves, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, Game of Thrones spawned that, and quarantine spawned a whole bunch of dog adoptions. Yeah, so they know how to like open locks and stuff. They're real smart. I will say, I think I told you this before, but. I, the one walk husky people bought walk. huskies and started fucking their sister. <laughs> yeah, those are the two big fallouts. Game of Thrones. People were like, "Well, if they're doing it," <laughs> started pushing people out of windows. Um, yeah, no, the only husky I ever walked, uh, I would walk around in Brooklyn when I was a dog walker, and people would regularly shout Game of Thrones at me, which I guess made sense. It's a big bearded man walking a what was a completely white husky. Yeah, it's I. I couldn't fault them for the for the the call out. This is not a husky. This is the opposite of a husky. This is a true like this is like one of those a nice little guy. Yeah, this is like exactly a dog from one of those memes people make where they're like, "Look what we did," and it like is like a huge wolf next to like a dog that can barely breathe through its mouth and is like <laughs> just like lives in a teacup. Very very cute dog though. Um. Let's see. Yeah, I don't know. They they has not come back, but I don't know. Hopefully, the person who took it's just a good dog parent. And she gets DNA happy. tested and finds out it's not the breeds that they advertise. And she returns it, <laughs> brings Similar, it back, just like in Naples. Yeah, yeah. This is it's a actually, fake. Yeah. <laughs> they did. I say did th- get my dog's DNA tested, which does feel like one of the most luxurious uh, oh, yeah. wastes of money you can do. I I got them both. DNA tested just out of curiosity. Uh, well, you found out how many open warrants there were. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I want to find out these these secrets. <laughs> They're from on the, the grid. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they'll tell can you. They tell uh, time. It's interesting. They can tell you all about them. <laughs> um, yeah, 
Also, the, the owner of the pet store, I think, was always like, uh, you know, it's like the dog is now in grave danger. It's like, probably not. What? I mean, that's a real worst know. case situation, but... Um, a lot of real dumb dumbs get dogs, and the dogs turn out. Look, fine. I mean, you don't yeah. know. You know, it, look, they might not take the best care of it if they're planning on selling it to someone else. You know, so that's what I think the worst case is. Let's I'm hoping... hope it's somebody who wants, who wanted the dog, and they're going to take care <coughs> of the dog at the very least. If that's how it has to be, then let's hope for that. Yeah, there I, is a I, there is a security camera photo of here of the moment of crime, and it is just exactly like it's a woman <laughs> with her hand going under her sweatshirt and a tail and a leg, just clearly poking. <laughs> out um which is nothing to see here yeah i this reminds me of a story that they i tied read. the dog to the railroad tracks and they're twirling their mustache <laughs> <laughs> i i read this story years ago this kid he wanted to impress his girlfriend he stole a koala bear from the zoo and smuggled it home and apparently koalas are like really mean they're yeah. not like friendly and it destroyed his house and uh if i remember right he called the zoo like begging them to come <laughs> take this koala that was just fucking up his house yeah they're really like, yeah, you probably, we'll probably we'll try to come by tomorrow we'll see <laughs> yeah oh come on please they're really mean and are they one of those i don't think they are but you know how there's some animals that are just secretly venomous you know like platypus have or mm, just actually yeah. have like this i don't think claw. koalas do but i wish they did that or they carry some sort of disease that's like really bad well they, they have chlamydia there's chlamydia and oh in the yeah that's what community. it is yeah, they all have chlamydia. chlamydia. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> but they spell it with a K because they're it's cute. Yeah, it's yeah. very cute. <laughs> koala chlamydia. <laughs> they got they got chlamydia. That wasn't worth it. Oh. They, um, <laughs> yeah. they also have like upsettingly deep like calls. I think I've seen like videos where it's it's almost like a it's like a grunt or like it's not. Like, that's that's a koala right there. Yeah, so. but they definitely go nuts on people. I've definitely heard they, that. Yeah, so so it's not like in uh, I forget what Jackie Chan movie it is. He has a hotel room, and there's just a koala on like a eucalyptus tree in the hotel room. Um, that's that's a very vivid memory for me. Don't they like get fucked up off eucalyptus too? Yes, I think they get a buzz off of yeah, 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 and they like fall out. Well, too bad, you know. Don't <laughs> steal a koala. Hey, folks! If you like this episode, check out the bonus episode at Patreon.com/slash WhatAtimePod. Uh, our guest Andrew Orbital sticks around and we talk about uh, video games. We dive deep into Dave and Busters and the changes it's gone over. And we hear about a particularly horrifying story from an arcade that Andrew used to manage. So check it out. Uh, number three? Yes. Number three! We got a lot of animals this week, just as we do most weeks. This one is... Right off, right from the koala, this feels, you know, parallel to this. And this is another um, thing where, you know, uh, the animal came out on top. The animal is clearly the good guy here. Um, this is from London, uh, and this story was sent in by Flamboyant Squidworm. Thank you. Um, hey, if you want to uh, submit stories, you can go to patreon.com slash whatatimepod and uh, join at the $10 level, and you get access to the uh, private Discord channels. Uh, and uh, you can get in the Discord for free otherwise. And you get subscribed otherwise, but $10 is the submission uh, level. So, yeah. thanks. Do that. Um, so, yeah, in London, uh, this is a, uh, there's a guy um, who, uh, the, it was a drunk driver who crashed. Um, nobody was injured, but he caused a lot of property damage. Um, 
And so he crashed a Jeep into the front of an empty shop. And uh, so then the guy nearby, a chef named Dean Wade, um, walked out, saw the guy. He was like shit-faced, came out of his car, was, you know, sway. said, there's no way you're going anywhere, he told the guy who said he was swaying and staggering all over the place. And said the man was determined to escape heading off on foot, although unable to run fast due to his physical state. Um, so this co- this chef starts chasing him, um, chases him for about 15 minutes when they ended up at an animal sanctuary. Um, and they got in the animal sanctuary. Uh, this guy's cornered. You know, this is the end of the, the what's the, the fugitive. You know, he's at the end of the goddamn aqueduct i don't know what that thing is you know one of those round waterways um oh yeah and so they end up cornered and this guy's only uh exit path here is through an emu enclosure that has an emu in it uh and all of its offspring with it and (laughs) the guy they go into the standoff where the the chef says to the guy mate don't go in there um, this is like a six foot tall emu. This drunk guy apparently replied, I can fight emus, and then climbed into the animal's pen, and he just got absolutely bodied. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is there video footage of this? Because I immediately following this, I would love to watch an emu kickbox oh. the shit out of someone. Sadly, no. No, no video here. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he climbed in there, and then the chef says that the the Imura was repeatedly pecking him, stabbing his body all over, causing the man to curse and unsuccessfully attempt to kung fu kick the animal away. <laughs> so the Imura just keeps pecking this guy, just absolutely wrecking his shit. And then the guy finally gives up and tries to climb back out and run away. Uh, but the chef had flagged down a police car uh, by by that point. So the Imu just just... This guy just gets absolutely wrecked. So um, the emo stopped fighting right when the cop pulled up and said, uh, Oi, what's all this then? Yeah. yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> he was twirling his uh, billy yeah, clubs. backing away with his hands up. Yeah. <laughs> One of the guys, big tall hats, flag down the bobby. Um, yeah, and uh, so he do, I mean, this guy deserved to get an emo pe- peck the shit out of him. Like, And there's a picture of the crash. He, I mean, he's lucky that he's not more hurt because this pickup truck is like smashed into a wall um but yeah uh so chase them down then they have a little breakdown of the emu here just just emus in general uh one of the world's (laughs) biggest birds they say up to 97 pounds which seems light and grow over six feet tall cannot fly but have long powerful legs that they often use to kick predators that come too close um so yeah and it was they were saying especially because there were you know classic animal thing this pen is filled with the children of the emu. So she just goes full, full crazy. Was that just pure spite to play the, the earphones disconnecting sound effect? <laughs> that's the <laughs> battery. Dying. That's guess. not disconnecting. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, what doubly embarrassing injuries for that dude too. Oh, like yeah. drunk driving, car accident and emu peckings like when people ask you like oh god what happened to you it's like yeah. you, it only gets worse like <laughs> well i drunk drove my pickup into a wall but then i did get attacked by an emu yeah <laughs> if Jesus. you uh if you're in the london emu took his watch too 
(laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you're in old, if you're in Malmesbury and you see a guy covered in peck marks riding a bicycle down the road, you (laughs) probably know who it is. It is one of those that like, it's probably good in general, you know, like England has much stricter things about making mugshots public and things like that. People's names public, but man, I would have loved to see a mugshot with just beak marks all over this guy's face. He's just covered in feathers. Yeah, yeah, just fully tarred and feathers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and this also, this rules this is at the end of the thing. Um, so after this whole thing, I guess the chef and the animal sanctuary got to chatting after the emu beat the shit out of this guy. And now they're, they got a deal going where the, the staff of the restaurant bring all their like food waste, like their vegetable peelings. They bring it over to the animal sanctuary and feed it to the animals. So Hell yeah. net gain. Happy ending. Net gain for society ending. here. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Good for the emu. I'm glad the guy didn't get disemboweled. I guess that's what I think of when I think of those. That's more of a cassowary thing, I think. Though. Yeah, they got those big hooks. Kick you. Yeah. Those big hooked claws. You know, the ones that are basically for disemboweling. Not great. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, good good turnout. Good good result. Shoot number two. Let's do it. Number two. Number two. uh, This story comes to us from Kate. Uh, Bussy the small engine. Um, a lot of I don't know if we've explained. A lot of people put Bussy in their name because they know that Patty doesn't like to say Bussy. And in a classic like <laughs> crying while bullied uh, situation, he voiced his displeasure, and now everybody's name is has that in it. That's a myth stories. Um, so this one, this is not. I actually think it's funny. It's not a big deal. I think it's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that won't work. Good try. Um, yeah, so this is a this is we're leaving the, the real world, going into the virtual world. Um, ah. uh, classic game, and you know half of Tumblr content, The Sims, um, which is still getting updates. I guess that makes sense, but I didn't know that they're still like adding things to The Sims, or whatever it is. But um, there, are some people noticed a new thing this week when uh, The Sims Four. This week they added a big free update. Um, it added some new things. This is such a weird kind of patch note for a game, but it's because it's The Sims. So they're like, we've added curved walls, body hair, and new wants and fears. Just really interesting kind of patch. They were like, finally, body hair. Um, so they added this in and um, very, like, very uh, quickly, people notice something unusual and uh, unwanted. Um, in that, so Sims is like romantic relationships are included in The Sims. Also, families are included in The Sims. Now, s- smartly, uh, when they made The Sims, uh, they obviously put in some sort of code that was like, hey, if you're a Sim and like in love, true, but also is family true. Just don't act on that. Don't make that a problem. But this update seems to have broken that code. So now everyone's Sims are trying to start incestuous relationships in the game. Like, people just updated their game. They're like, cool, I can now cover my guy in body hair. And then (laughs) almost immediately they would just get, like, alerts. Like, uh, one player shared a screenshot of an older woman who suddenly wanted to start a romantic relationship with her own son. 
So <laughs> just updated this, and all of a sudden, their sim would have you know one of their stupid little simlish pop up bottles, like, and it would just be like, "Hey, I want to date my mom." <laughs> they were like, "Whoa!" <laughs> and I'm covered in hair. Yeah. I have Robin Williams torso, and I'm hot for my mom. Just an incestuous little monkey just going absolutely nuts, covered in hair. Uh, they're aware of the bug. We've got some tweets from people working on the team. Um, the want to date a family member is something we know about. We're working on it. We're looking to get it fixed ASAP. Thanks for all the bug reports. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So. Uh, oh, for God's sake, no. Yeah. There's also what? another fun thing here where apparently another thing that this update broke is that um, some of the <laughs> some of the Sims just age incredibly rapidly. They said that <laughs> some of the Sims will go from a young baby to an elderly adult in a matter of minutes, which is oh, just maybe thing. I should get this game. This sort of amazing. sounds like the best version of the Sims. Like they drank from the wrong chalice at the end of fucking Indiana. <laughs> yeah, <Jones>. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna buy the Sims Four and then roll it back to specifically this patch so that I just have a, a bunch of. You know, humans just <laughs> rapidly aging, spending the three minutes of their life fucking their family members <laughs> and then dying just in this horrific oh little house that I can now put curved walls in. So thank that's God. Nice. That's the real takeaway yeah. from this update. Finally, curved walls. Yep. Just a bunch of them living in a cylinder and fucking their parents. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another. Yeah. One, another one person reported that his male sim had asked his twin sister to be his girlfriend. <laughs> oh so it's God. just, this is just the, the, you, the porn hub update. This is the, uh, yeah, that's just, that's the cruel intentions. Uh, uh, I yeah. Don't know, what, what, what is it? Uh, what do they call it? Expansion pack. Right. Yeah. It's one, it's one of those. <laughs> DLC, new incest yeah, DLC. DLC. Um, yeah, you know, that's, they're, they've also, you know, the Sims keep getting stuck in the dishwasher now or whatever, stuck in the washing machine. It's another big problem that's popped it's up here. It's embarrassing for them. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're trying to kill themselves. <laughs> they want out of this game. <laughs> they they've want achieved... out of this, of this hellscape. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think somebody on the Discord also mentioned a funny thing. Where it's like, it's the Sims slash Crusader Kings mashup that <laughs> nobody knew they wanted. Um if you don't know, Crusader Kings is like a Age of Empires style game where it's based on real old, uh, you know, uh, royal families and stuff, which did a lot of inbreeding. So that's in the game, and you can just like very much marry your own family members and produce weird jawless children that <laughs> <laughs> rule your empire for uh. years. Um, yeah. So I mean, my biggest takeaway from here is like get The Sims Four. Right now, before it's too yeah. late. It's never been better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like people spend a lot of time waiting for Street Fighter 3, you know, because it's like, oh, man, what, what's the big change going to be? Well, Sims 4, we know now it's incest. Yeah. So that's cool. Um, what is What do you... I, I I don't think I ever had a good enough computer growing up to like play in the, the ages, Sims in the ages when I would have wanted to play. I think I think maybe I got it, but it ran really slow and I gave up on it. Yeah. What Sims do you is do? You just like... You well, just raised makes... Sims. You just yeah. I don't think I ever had Sims. I was familiar with it, but I don't think I ever had it. It was yeah. famous for like you would kill them because you weren't supposed right. to, but it would just like there would be a lot of kitchen fires. The famous thing was you'd make a pool and put a ladder to get into the pool, and then once your sim was swimming, you'd delete the ladder and they would drown in the pool. That was like Jesus. kind of the thing. <laughs> um, that was yeah. the thing. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing you would do. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> a lot of things. They would make whoopee. That's like what the, you know, the set, because they had sex in it. And then you, but you just basically like oversee a family like a god and, you know, watch them go through life. And then it just kind of had by its nature, like a lot of, it just, I mean, it, it survived forever because of like memes about it because you, there was so much you could do. Like Tumblr was like all about The Sims. I remember seeing a thing once about um, somebody who'd created a quote painting goblin in The Sims where they had one family member that they'd gotten really good at painting and then they made them live in the basement and paint and sell their paintings so that the rest of the family could live <laughs> well. <laughs> so just it's a bit of like a sandbox. A story. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, and it's just, it's just one of those games. It's like been around forever, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good time. It's like your roller coaster tycoon or whatever. You just mess around and, but with lives. (laughs) Yeah. It's basically just another game where you get to play God and that's, you know, that's all you need really. If you're a tortured 13 year old that had a bad day at school, so you're going to drown a couple Sims or whatever. I don't know what people got up to. <laughs> yeah, that pool trick is off. Oh, that's a fucked up one. Yeah, there's a lot of things like that. Um, I'm trying to think. There's some other ones, too, where you just made people's houses catch on fire. But, yeah. You know, and at that time, too, back then, it was like, what it felt, the internet was not as crazy as it, so it was like, the idea of, like, watching two Sims have fake sex was, like, pretty, uh, pretty titillating stuff. Back then, you're like, good God, look at them go at it. Still didn't understand how it worked. <laughs> yeah, like, but... you know, if you play like Sim City, you knew like people were probably having sex in some of the apartments in the city, you know, but uh, couldn't but zoom in this, enough. Finally, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. We're wonder no longer, I guess, is the, <laughs> the big pitch there. So. Yeah. So enjoy your curved walls, enjoy your body hair, enjoy your, you know, sons lusting after their grandmothers or whatever else is in here now yeah should we do number one let's do it and this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive number one comes to us from bryce dallas harper which is an enjoyable name um it's uh sort of a a we did a story about this a couple years ago or about this phenomenon but this is in a different city um, in, in, let's see, uh, in Yamaguchi in Japan, uh, they have a series of monkey attacks happening. That is what's going on there. Um, these are, uh, Japanese macaques. They're the kind that you, if you see videos of them, like bathing in hot springs, they're like those, those monkeys, but these are not yeah. peaceful. Uh, they are, there's a <laughs> amazing picture <laughs> of one that is like looking menacingly through somebody's like uh mail slot slash like the you know clear part of their just put it in the chat so you can see um not good uh not good there but yeah. um full uh, full horror movie poster like 28 days later like just really eyeing you so, so the things that the things these monkeys are doing they're they're <laughs> there and they're biting and clawing at flesh Sneaking into nursery schools, not good. Uh, and uh, th- this is the most upsetting one: trying to snatch babies. And oh, yeah. I don't really know why the monkeys what they want with nothing good with the babies. Um, yeah. So apparently, apparently they they're not interested in food. So traps don't Except work. Except for the babies. They're targeting yeah. well children and the elderly, and um, and so the the, the town uh, hired a special unit to hunt the animals with tranquilizer guns. 
And so this is reminiscent of the story that we did <laughs> back in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the story that we did back in, uh, let's see, this is in August or September of 2020. Uh, the ladies known as the Monkey Busters, yeah. uh, three uh, uh, elderly Japanese women who uh, basically uh, took it upon themselves to uh, take down these monkeys. And those monkeys were just like, um, you know, messing with crops and stuff. They were not like trying to kidnap uh, babies. Children. So, um, so I guess, you know, what are you supposed to do when, when you run into one of these monkeys? You um, don't look them in the eye. Make yourself look as big as possible, like spreading open your coat. Uh, and then back away as quietly as possible without making sudden moves, I guess. Um, so people have been attacked. They've been surprised and, and taken aback and frightened by how big and fat the monkeys were, which I, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, they, so they're, they're going around with trank darts and trying to take these guys down. Uh, there's one monkey that was uh, caught Tuesday by the team with the trank gun. This it sentence is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> it was judged by various evidence to be one of the attacking monkeys and put to death. Um, <laughs> Whoa. Put to put, death is put real to death is, Yeah, that's yeah, such a human like thing to say. Yeah. Put down, maybe? Yeah. You know? I don't know. Like, Just say euthanized. Again, right. like... Put to death. No, they... <laughs> Like that sounds like you put it in the electric chair. Like it's no, they had that. They had that guy from. They had the guy that uh, cut off Ned uh, that from Game of Thrones. Cut its head off. That's what they. That's how they. <laughs> it was they beheaded. They tried. They tried to hang it, but it just uh, flipped its legs up and was climbing up oh, the yeah. rope. Then it got on top of the gallows and was throwing shit at everybody. <laughs> it was worst. It's such a bad plan. Yeah, they had. Yeah, they, they had. Uh, what was that guy's name? Like, you know, Ilan Payne. That was the guy's name. Mm. Uh, cut his head off. The the guy who was. That's right. So yeah, they don't know where the monkeys. Uh, why they're like they don't know why it's happening. They um they don't know exactly where this troop is coming from. This is like the James Gang of monkeys, I guess. I don't really know. And uh, and uh, they just need to, I guess, keep keep uh, keep vigilant. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's clear what they... The monkeys are interested in food, so traps haven't worked, they said, but it's like, you just put a fake baby in a trap. I think that's yeah, just a line they don't want to cross, but that sounds like how you're going to get them. Get the, get the baby from Twilight that we talked about last <laughs> yeah, week. Get the, fucked get up the haunted doll. doll. Get it out there. <laughs> put Annabelle yeah. out there. Just trick the monkeys into kidnapping a haunted doll, and then their yeah. whole troop will be haunted. Problem solved. Yeah. And Fixed. an amazing movie made. Perfect, exactly. Yeah. Perfect use... <laughs> For loaning out Annabelle, they're going to mm-hmm. drag Annabelle back to their cave, and guess what, yeah. bitch? Like, you guys are going down. Put that haunted sailor doll named Robert out there. Have them <laughs> grab him and deal with that in their, in their you know, tree, wherever the fuck they live. Um, but, yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> the other... the oh, I'm just thinking too much about haunted dolls and lost my train of thought. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> Look, we're always thinking about haunted dolls. Yeah. Always. At least 30% of my mind. How? What a cool twist it would be, though, if they were stealing the babies, but, like, raising them. Mm-hmm. And if they find, like, the monkey's secret hideout, there's all these, like, kids uh, living in this, like, monkey yeah. society. Right, because, like, be- you could see how, like, maybe one monkey, like, 
the instant something some wires get crossed and the instincts are misplaced but like the idea that there's an entire troop that's doing this like yeah. that's not some kind of you know like that, that's something, something's going on that's, that's so weird. many tarzans that's like a billion tarzans <laughs> exactly yeah they're going yeah. <laughs> tarzan army yeah the or, picture is truly terrifying uh-huh. uh thank you for sharing it it's so <laughs> scary yeah or it's again they just don't want to admit because they're like the monkeys don't seem interested in food but they are trying to take babies and it's like maybe these monkeys have an unfortunate favorite food maybe that's yeah. what's happening <laughs> so monkeys aren't particularly kind to their own babies, I think, sometimes. So I'll say it. Maybe they're fucking trying to eat the babies. I'm sorry. I think you might be but, right. You know, yeah, it's, as, it's as likely as anything, yeah. I guess. You know, uh, the, I did see, too, that the movie thing reminded me. I did see somebody was posting about this on Twitter. And someone, as far as I can tell, genuinely was like, they should make a movie about this. And everyone was like. <laughs> They've made a couple. It's you're talking about Planet of the Apes. You're talking. That's what they've they've done this a bunch of times. It's been rebooted. That's how many times they've they've made that. But yeah, They're probably I mean, gonna reboot it again. Yeah, I don't know what you. I guess you try. It's also like, here's another thing. Like, I guess this is again an optics thing, because they're like, okay, we we're using tranquilizer guns to catch them, but then you're putting them to death. So it feels like maybe you should cut out the middleman. Just, sh- just use regular guns, right? And just shoot. If that the was monkeys. happening in America, it would be, it would just be absolute chaos. Yeah. Just the, the sounds of gunfire. <laughs> it seems incredibly tolerant of them to knock them out. Yeah. And then, well, they get uh, a little trial. Almost like a trial. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, this is one of them. Yeah, this little monkey foot matches the footprints outside the nursery school. Yeah. <laughs> He also wears you see this, a size you see this 12. patch of dark fur. Yeah, yeah. This, this matches the pattern. We've so. matched we matched the soles of their shoes, the footprints. Yeah, that's like and this. Then, is and a- then the monkey just wakes up tied to a post, and there's just a bunch of guys with rifles standing there. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is this is it, huh? Only right. one guy has a real bullet in his gun. They so gave they it a cigarette. Know. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This like that's such a such a jump where they just kind of gloss over they say it was judged by various evidence to be one of the attacking monkeys what how do you know it's they're all the same they did a monkey lineup yeah they they're scraping are there under monkeys t- just hanging out not participating in yeah. this like ah those are different those are different they're not they're not involved scraping under their monkey fingernails for dna evidence been like yeah you've been scratching you've been scratching somebody um yeah, it's nice at least they say no one has been oh, seriously... God. the monkey learned how to say lawyer. Oh, God. <laughs> no one has been seriously injured so far. Cop just walking into an interrogation room and place it, putting a banana in front of the monkey. Like, anything else? <laughs> Good? Your, fr- your friends just told me an interesting story in the room next door. Uh, this reminds me, like, monkeys are, of any size are fucking terrifying when they're aggressive. I was in Costa Rica once. We went on this, like, hike in the jungle... And they were like, do not bring food. Do not offer anything to the monkeys if you see them. They are obsessed with food. Just ignore them. Just walk through the jungle. Yeah. And there were these little monkeys, and they had, like, red eyes. They oh, probably God. would have been cute if they were, A, chill, and didn't have red eyes. <laughs> and they had little fangs. And they were not big. They were, I don't know, I don't know, like a foot high in, in the trees. And this woman, for some reason cartoon style had a banana in her purse of all oh things my God. and they like descended on her and they were like pulling at her purse and she's screaming she's like tug of warring with all these little monkeys but they were like ganging up on her and they're coming from like all sides and the rest of us just stood and watched as this woman was like 
trying to save her purse from this little army of these monkeys. It was it was purse genuinely creepy. It was yeah. so scary. Uh, she salvaged her purse, uh, but they did th- uh, take the banana. I got the banana. And everyone was like, "Why? what? Of all the things you would bring in your purse? <laughs> yeah, banana. If they say don't bring food, definitely don't bring a fucking banana. Yeah, um, the most stereotypical monkey yeah. food. And it was for her. She was like, oh, it's my banana. It's like, you are truly dumb. <laughs> yeah. There's a... We covered before we've talked about... I mean, there... There's a great one. It's like a temple somewhere, I think, of these monkeys that have figured out like the the trick, which is that they don't steal people's food. They steal people's sunglasses and watches, and then they actually like hold them hostage. And then people will, if you put out food, they'll give you whatever they took back. Like they li- literally like t- figured out how to negotiate. Amazing. You know, <laughs> one of these monkeys Amazing. took this guy's fake, you know. Three hundred thousand dollar watch needed so much food and to give it back, th- and just threw it back. <laughs> yeah, like, no interest. Ah, fake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, these are lighter than I thought they would be. I mean, this one says that monkey they caught and killed was fifteen pounds. Which yeah, but they'll they'll go nuts on you. They're not. They're so strong. Yeah. Yeah. They're like they'll. I just assume every kind of monkey can just pick up a car. That's like the level of you know. Yeah. Like yeah, I, once I read, you find out what chimps can do to people. It's right. like, oh well, all right, yeah, fuck right. That. Like I read, like I read, like a, I don't know where it was. It was some, you know, I'm sure, but it was like, yeah, basically, like a chimp is strong enough that it could like, like use a motorcycle like a baseball bat or something. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. <laughs> it's like, well, all right, uh, yeah, yeah, sure. And we think we 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 think we got the good end of evolution. It's like, right. oh, they can pick up motorcycles, and we are clinically depressed it's like how, their how entire body is, of them. is made of bridge cable and, uh, <laughs> seriously <laughs> yeah one monkey could hold the entire golden gate bridge up during rush hour just through sheer grip strength but yeah i mean good luck to the yamaguchi i don't know what you do it feels like you gotta it's close to just having a bail on that city for a while I mean, they're like, just waiting for a for an RPG party to show up because that's like a classic. Yeah, you, know, you show up in town, side you, get, you get put on that mission to you know you got to go fight kill the monkeys? monkey boss. You got to fight the monkey boss in like the cave. Oh yeah, they could uh, they could borrow my dogs. Uh, <laughs> honestly, my dogs would love nothing better, and they have an incredible kill streak. Going, oh yeah, so yeah. Uh, you get a lot of gifts, like a lot of front a win, porch a gifts. Win win. Oh, they don't. They're not give. They're not cats. They're not giving the gifts to me. That's like they're like this is our toy. <laughs> yeah. Uh. yeah. The the, the, the uh, you know you you know you're fighting the the ringleader of the monkeys when the boss music starts playing. So that's that's useful. Yeah. And then yeah. uh, they're they're not, they're resistant to uh, to ice spells, but they they do take pretty good damage from fire spells. So just to, mm-hmm. just a tip for everybody over there. You get in one encounter, and there's the the big monkey, and then there's three smaller monkeys in front of it. And the, don't the big waste mon- your time with the little ones. Yeah, the big monkeys re- repeatedly uh, buff the smaller monkeys. So right. That's what's happening. You can just so. call more if you kill them. So there's no point. Like, yeah, yeah. They'll just, just deal keep with them. He'll use he'll use summoning yell, and there'll be a whole new spread of monkeys. Infinitely. Don't waste your limit. Don't waste your limit break on any of the small <laughs> yeah. monkeys. Don't use cross slash on the small monkey. Trust me. <laughs> Save it. Um, yeah, 
But yeah, good luck. Good luck to the people of Yamaguchi. I'm sorry that you're beset upon by these horrible monkeys. <laughs> Somebody needs to call up the Knights of the Round to take care of these monkeys. Yeah, okay? it would just take one summon, and that's it. So, Hit those probably. MFs with the ninety <laughs> one thousand needles or whatever <laughs> the Cactuar one was. Kath is not here, but she is somehow simultaneously rolling her eyes deep <laughs> underneath Loch Ness. She is. Yeah. Uh, we she got, knows that we're talking about video game shit. We got to we got to reference a couple Final Fantasy VII summons while Kath was away. A little treat for nice. us. I, got, I remember Knights of the Round. I got that one. I had the strategy guide, so I yeah. got it. I was just all about Ifrit. So was, easy. <laughs> <laughs> when I had a guide to the whole game, it was very easy. Piece of cake. Yeah. Man, I feel like there are less games now like that where you just can't finish them because you're a child and you're too stupid <laughs> it's just like I, I replayed ocarina of time and i remember really liking that game and then i remember i got to a certain point like halfway through and i was like oh i never got even close to beating this because i just hit the water temple and it was it done yeah. it was over yeah i never beat that one either yeah i mean that, ha- that happened to me with uh final fantasy 4 so that was like when i was like seven or something when that came out and i it was the first like JRPG that I think I ever played, and uh, like there's a part where there's a boss who you're on one side of the bridge, um, and you fight him on the bridge, and then you can keep going across the bridge, but he like g- attacks you again. So what you're supposed to do is go save after the first fight, and I, I just couldn't beat him. I couldn't figure it out when I was like seven, and I, so I waited like six months and got old enough that I was like somehow smart enough to beat it. I, like, I did it. I'll be back. Like at that yeah. age, that's Once like I a noticeable difference. Permanence, right. This yeah. guy's right. going down. You better wait till I grow up. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was like, oh, the wisdom of age has taught me that I, yeah, use, I yeah. use cure spells on these zombies. Okay. There's definitely uh, some stuff like that that I remember is just like, yeah. you just didn't, you hadn't learned to like change strategies yet. So you'd right. just be like, a boss would be like immune to fire, and he would just keep using fire on it, and be like, "I guess That's he's invisible. I guess yeah. it's just <laughs> it just doesn't work." I don't know why they put this in the game, but I guess why you can beat him. Why are these I, guys taking zero damage? This was this was for the record. Uh, right when Cecil becomes a paladin, this is Mylon and Mylon Z for, oh people, for the Final Fantasy four heads. I think so everybody's nice turning this off by this point. We're going. <laughs> my, <dude. laughs> my new video game wisdom is just accepting. When a boss is hard, and I just, I'm just okay with not finishing it. Like at the end of Hollow Knight, I made it to the last boss, and I was like, I can't beat this boss, and I'm okay with it. I enjoyed this game, and I shall now no longer play oh, yeah. it. Which it was I, so I, regular hard. Hollow Knight? The last boss, yeah, in, in Hollow Knight. There's like a secret boss that's like really impossible. It that wasn't guy. the secret boss who I re- <laughs> read about. This was the regular ass boss. Yeah. I was just like, I. I, I just, cannot beat him. I just mashed up against that guy. But the watchers are hard. Anyways, we should probably end this podcast. Oh, yeah, it's turned into we're a going to game. fucking... Shut the fuck up! <laughs> Prima Games... Shut the fuck up! <laughs> well, let's do plugs. Plugs, 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 Everybody! Yep, that's our plug song. In That's the how hopes. we do it on my pod. <laughs> we don't have music. We just say it. Yeah. Well, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, in the hopes that uh, somebody is still listening at this point, uh, Andrew, what, what do you got to plug? You go first. We'll, we'll do ours at the end. Uh, yeah, I have, I have a podcast called The Grolic Saves the World. It's a uh, comedy self-improvement podcast. You can check that out anywhere you enjoy 
podcasts. And uh, as Eli mentioned, I, I play games on stream on the Better Than Heroes Twitch channel, and I design role-playing games. You can check out my website at occupiedhex.com. Yeah, just released Duster, right? Which is like a... I tell you, I read the I read the description. Sounds pretty fucking sweet. It's like a Mad Maxi Western mm-hmm. vibe, yeah, it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of uh, game uh, where they've rebuilt the world with like an old west aesthetic. So yeah, kind of a Deadwood meets Fury Road mashup. Um, I worked on it for two and a half years, so. <laughs> Pretty big, pretty big. The game. energy with which you delivered that timeline just uh, <laughs> yeah. two and a half years. I realized uh, two and a half. <laughs> it's hard to it's hard to sound amped. Uh, two and a half years in, looked like, in the mirror when oh I was done. Boy, and... Buckle up, let me tell you about this game. Um, when two I finished to, to the exclusion of a lot of other things, <laughs> uh, exactly. Was suddenly uh, wearing reading glasses yeah. when I finished it, even though I never put them on. Um, yeah, <laughs> truly. Check it out. Yeah, and as far as we're concerned, we uh, patreon.com slash pod. That's the best way to support the show. Uh, we got uh, so many bonus episodes, one every week. It's, it's well over 200 now. Uh, we got a uh, live show video, live show, uh, I believe live show audio as well. We got uh, Roadhouse commentary track, Fate of the Furious commentary track. We got stream archives, including the Death Nut Challenge, Eli's art show, uh, a bunch of gaming stuff. Um, and uh, we got all that. We got you get uh, if you sign up, you get a code to get free shipping at the merch store, which is whatatimepod.bigcartel.com, um, and uh, you get discounted tickets for live stuff, uh, and you get access to the the, the patron only streams that we have every week. So that's that. At the ten dollar level, as I said before, you can uh, uh, submit stories. Patreon.com/slash/whatatimepod. Uh, we are. Um, what a time pod on Twitter. What a time pod on Instagram. What a time podcast at gmail.com. I'm Patty Moe and all the stuff, and I don't have anything to plug. I don't think I have anything to plug either. Just usual. Uh, just Eli Uden on everything. E L I Y U D I N. Um, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Bye.